When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome to the Talking Real Money Podcast again. I'm Don McDonald. Thanks for listening. Glad you are. Please tell a friend or two or 10 or 20 or a thousand, if you know a thousand people. Today on the podcast, I've got a little commentary from actually from uh, the head of dimensional funds i just found an article that was fascinating from the founder of dimensional funds and the chairman he's no longer the ceo david booth plus we've got a couple of questions one called in to 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 the other typed in at talkingrealmoney.com just go to the contact page okay Please do that. Please send your questions in any time because we're here to answer them on the podcast and on our almost every week radio show that airs on Saturdays between 3 and 5 p.m. Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific time in the U.S. And you can call the same number, 855-935-TALK, to ask questions live on that show. So you can do it either way. You can call in your question, leave it on our electronic recording device and i'll get it and edit it into the show and try to answer it or you can call in on saturdays live three to five eastern at 855-935-TALK and get right on the show also if you don't like talking about your questions you can type them in just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on the contact button got it cool this was an article, an essay written by David Booth, who founded Dimensional Funds, which is a fund group that we really like. We like the way they're managed. And I think you'll see why when I read a little bit of this piece to you. Now, there will be a link to the PDF that you can download on our website at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just look for the woman with the white hair listening to her earbuds. Click on that button and it'll be there. And you can read the whole article. I'm just going to read you a little bit of the article because there is some important attitudinal information here. And uh, since it's been okay, dimensional is okay, this for distribution, I think I can read quite a bit of it without worrying about violating anybody's copyright. So let's start here, right at the, right at the beginning. The first paragraph begins with, it's easy to feel anxious about investing these days. Those who claim they can foresee market moves are out in force on screen after screen, citing factors such as trade wars or the inverted yield curve as signals that stocks will soon go down. Um, let me just insert, this was written in December of 2019. I'll continue. Maybe we will have a recession. Maybe we won't. But, we, but be wary of predictions on how markets will behave. It's a losing game. The results of those who try to time the market or pick winners have been studied extensively, and there is no compelling evidence that they do better than you would expect by chance. He goes on to say, the way I learned this was when I took Eugene Fama's economics class at the University of Chicago 50 years ago. 
Professor Fama went on to become a Nobel laureate, and one of his many breakthroughs, he goes on to say, was the efficient market market hypothesis, which implies that speculation and stock picking are a waste of time. Market prices reflect all available information in real time, all the time, by bringing together buyers and sellers who voluntarily agree to transactions. That's really, really important. You, If you want to buy a stock, you have to remember, there's someone on the other side who wants to sell that stock to you. What's wrong with it? Why do they want to sell it to you when you think it should be purchased? Are you smarter than they are? Or vice versa? This is the science of investing. And you have to trust that this data is right. We guarantee only one thing. The market will go down at some point. That's all we can guarantee. Now, we're pretty sure it'll go up. And at least it has in the past gone up more than it goes down. And Mr. Booth goes on to say toward the end of the article, if you're living in fear of the next downturn, consider shifting your thinking instead of your investments. Think about that for a minute. Shift your thinking instead of shifting your investments. Focus on controlling what you can control, such as how much you save or finding the right stock bond mix. As famous basketball coach John Wooden once said, quote, don't mistake activity for achievement, unquote. Not doing anything is doing something. Think of all those people who sold out of the market in 2008 and missed the last 11 great years for equities. And then the final paragraph. Know, know, get this, know that there is a growing field of professionals fueled by science, not speculation. That's what we're talking about. The world is changing around you. The world is changing around stockbrokers. This is me talking now. The world has changed, and it is changing, and you need to accept the changes because they're good for you. Now, this is back to David Booth. If you accept a different view of markets, the benefits can go way beyond just investing money. Learn the science, accept a few truths, and live your life differently. One bonus may be a portfolio that stays on track even if we do experience another financial crisis. Now it's done again. We will experience another financial crisis. We just don't know when, and we can't know when. Back to David Booth, though, for the last sentence here. But it's the secondary benefit that really matters. Less time worrying about things you can't control. Do you know how much stress you put? This is Don again. Do you know how much stress you put yourself under? You do. It drives you crazy worrying about whether the market's going to go up or down. People ask us about it all the time. We don't know. We know it'll go down, and we're pretty darn sure it'll go up, and we're really confident it's going to go up more than it goes down. So the trick is know your risk tolerance, and we're going to talk more about that in future podcasts, and build a portfolio that takes that into account. That's it.
855-935-TALK. That is a phone number that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week to get your questions answered. So call and get them answered here on the podcast or on the show on Saturdays from 3 to 5 Eastern, 855-935-8255. And now it's a question from the phone. Hi, Tom and Don. Mike from Colorado calling. Hey, I just got a quick question. Or actually, I just wanted your, your two cents worth. Um, I'm 58 years old. I'm two years away from retirement. And I have well, about $3.4 million in my, my Vanguard portfolio, of which $1.4 is in a taxable account. The question I have is my work uses Fidelity as the brokerage firm and I've got obviously some money over there and when I make some transactions every time I call over there they do their market steal on me and try to sell fidelity and the uh, me, but they basically were uh, braggadocio about how low their rates were compared to Vanguard even all the index funds and just so you know I'm on the Paul Merriman buy and hold portfolio with those 13 funds, uh, the 10 equity and then the three uh, fixed income, short-term, uh, uh, intermediate term, and, and the tip fund. But I just wanted, I know you guys always push Vanguard as well. I don't have any problems with it. Obviously, with that taxable account, I don't think I'd ever want to roll that over in a Fidelity account and suffer the tax consequences. But can you give me what, in your opinion, would actually be a of fidelity over Vanguard. That's really what I'm interested in. See, I'd like to hear your take on what, why you feel Vanguard may be. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Appreciate all you guys do. Let me apologize for the quality of the audio. That was his phone cutting in and out, so there were a little, few little glitches in there. But, good question. And, you know, Fidelity let Vanguard, they kind of dropped the ball, and Vanguard really hurt Fidelity. They Fidelity used to be the biggest, and Vanguard blew by them, primarily because of their index products. Fidelity stuck with the active management approach for far too long and made that their bread and butter and realized that indexes were the future, that passive is the future. And so they came a little late to the game with really low prices, and they did. Here's the advantage, and they're right when they tell you their, their fees are lower. But these fees are so low, so low in both cases. I mean, Fidelity's right. They have very low fees, and they actually, on some of their index funds, really walloped Vanguard for, <laughs> like, hundreds of a percent and I'll, I'll just well, I'll give you a couple of examples the fidelity total stock market fund which is all it's u.s stocks it's all u.s stocks has a expense ratio of get this 0.015 percent that's one and a half one hundredths of a point problem is it's only U.S., so you have to get the international fund, and their international index is FSPSX, and its fees are still ridiculously low at 0 0.035, 0.035, so three and a half basis points. That's low. It really is low. 
the Vanguard Total World Index, which is VTWAX, has an expense ratio of 10 basis points. Seems a lot higher, but it really isn't a lot of money. We're talking about a tenth of a percentage point. Yes, Fidelity's cheaper. So there's your advantage. However, there are some disadvantages. One, you have to own two funds, so you've got to keep rebalancing those, but that shouldn't be a problem for you. You've got a portfolio you have to rebalance regularly anyway. The other disadvantage to the Fidelity funds is their lack of diversification for international index products. The Fidelity U.S. fund has 3,400 stocks, and the Fidelity International Index fund has 900 and some odd. Whereas Vanguard's international fund has... 85 their global fund has 8500 stocks in the portfolio wow that's a big difference so uh yeah continue with vanguard outside i would inside the company plan though you have good options and i would look at those fidelity uh total index funds the total u.s and the international fund and then look at their total bond market fund or their total bond index we got it i got it i don't want to get in trouble again total bond index fund all right good luck and thanks for the call 855-935-TALK is the number that you need to know it's really easy to remember 855-935-TALK so even if you still have a landline and you call on that it's free if you're on your cell phone of course everything is charged it's free in essence, communication has become a commodity. It's all cheap. The fact that I can do this from my house and do it on the radio. Oh, it's amazing. Cool stuff. But call us anytime. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. You can leave questions 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or you can call the show live. And we're going to be live on Saturday the 25th, if you want to call January 25th. Uh, we'll be there between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m. Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific time. Now, a question that comes in from the website, from TalkingRealMoney.com in the contact form. The topic, diversifying with small cap value indexes. Hello, Don and Tom. I am considering expanding and diversifying my Vanguard portfolio with a small cap value index fund. I am already heavily invested in Vanguard's VTWAX, which is the Total World Stock Index Admiral Shares. I have recently become very interested in expanding with a small cap value fund, partly because of commentary from your podcast and from reading a recent article by Paul Merriman, advocating strongly for small cap value indexes being part of your portfolio. I am considering two funds to invest in and only want to invest with one. First, Vanguard's VSMAX fund, 0.05 expense ratio and four-star morning star rating. Second, Vanguard's VSIAX fund, and that's 0.07 expense ratio and five-star Morningstar rating. Would you guys recommend one over, over the other? And would you please talk further and in more depth on adding and diversifying with small cap value funds? Thanks so much. You guys are greatly appreciated. Thank you. You're greatly appreciated. And so are all those other people out there listening with you or around the same time. 
Uh, yeah, the VSMAX is actually just Vanguard's small cap index fund. So that's growth and value. That's both sides of that coin. You, If you want small cap value, which is what Paul suggests, we also suggest a tilt toward small and value. So that's the way you get that big tilt, which is why Paul recommends it. You get a tilt, but you need to bear in mind, you don't want a lot of your money in this. We're talking a little bit, 5%, 10%, maybe, because this fund will be very, very scary volatile. Like in a down market, 70% declines, 75% declines are possible. They will scare you a lot. But when they go up, they go up a lot too. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're proponents of overweighting those asset classes that have traditionally, historically, over long periods of time, but not always beaten others. And value has tended over long periods of time to outperform growth slightly. Small has tended over long periods of time to outperform large, generally. Not always, though. People get it in their heads that this is an always kind of thing, that it's all straight line. Nothing in this business is straight line. It's always going to throw you a curve. The curves exist for a reason. The curves are why you make more money. If they weren't scary, then they wouldn't pay anything. They, they have to provide you with a greater reward for the level of fear, because that's really what it is. It's more fear than risk. It's more emotions than losses because the losses in an index product, almost impossible for them to be permanent unless the planet blows up and then we'll have bigger things to worry about. Those of us left, Eight, if any of us are left, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call that number. Also, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Check out our video classes, more coming. Check out all of the other podcasts. Check out all of the information related to the podcast, like the article that I discussed earlier, which I forgot to tell you the title of. It's called Living in Fear of a Market Downturn? It's from Worth Magazine, worth.com. And uh, I'm going to post that PDF on talkingrealmoney.com. Just look for the white-haired woman with the earbuds in. That's the section of the site it'll be in. And also, while you're there, if you have a question, you have a concern, and you would like to speak with someone with whom you can interact and figure it out, even if you, you can't or don't want to become a client, we can and will and want to help you. And I promise, 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 you will never get hit with a high-pressure sales pitch. Ever, ever, ever. We don't need to. But we do need to help. That's in our DNA. We need to help. Thanks for being there. Check us out at TalkingRealMoney.com. Please tell your friends. Subscribe to one of the podcast services. And I'll talk to you again really soon. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. 
So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. 